This is the Decoding Obesity Podcast, where we simplify, demystify, and decode obesity, helping you lose weight and feel great. So gear up for a fascinating journey through this ever-evolving field, and let's see what we find. And please remember that the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com, for show notes and more info. And now, here's your host of the Decoding Obesity Podcast, Dr. Avishkar Sabarwal. Hello, everyone. Before we begin, listeners, please hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening. This way you can get notified as soon as the new episodes are released. Welcome to this episode of the Decoding Obesity Podcast. I have another amazing guest with me today. Jimmy Clare has faced some tough challenges in his life. He was diagnosed with autism as a child. He suffers from spinal stenosis, which can be a very painful disease to have. And this made him a subject of bullying as a child. He has been able to overcome all of that and provides motivation and inspiration to so many more. Let's talk to him. Welcome, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. Hi. So, you know, I was researching about you and it's so amazing that you've had so much going on and how you've been able to overcome all of that. And I did come across the fact that, you know, you've had some issues with your weight also. And when did that really come into being? That took place probably when, right around when I moved to Pennsylvania, probably because I was kind of nervous of just new surroundings and I didn't know if I was going to have new friends or not because I had all my friends back in uh, New Jersey where I was born and then just moved to another state and been here for, I think, 19 years now. Wow. That's pretty sad. Time for me to move to another state next. (laughs) So you had mentioned something about, you know, some of the medications that you were on or definitely contributing. And, you know, this is something that I also tell my listeners that, you know, weight loss or weight gain actually is not just about the calories. There's so much more. And so talk to me a bit about that, you know, your medications that didn't work in your favor as far as the weight goes. Well, I forget the name of the medication, but that's not really important. But I think it was Prozac maybe. I think it might be that. I could be totally wrong, but it was either that or Risperdal. Uh, whatever. I'm the doctor, but it was one of those two, or both. So I was taking those because I had a lot of autism meltdowns when I was younger. You can pretty much ask anyone that knows me. They could tell you many different reasons of what, what occurred. I honestly don't know. <laughs> and it's like anybody could play uh, 20 questions with me or 100 questions. I still don't know. <laughs> wow. like I like to think of my, my brain as like automatic replay when I go to sleep. And sometimes I have flashbacks of all my autism uh, meltdowns. And not like every single night, but it's like, why did this happen? I don't know, you know, and th- and that's just like some- sometimes I just like to reflect on, sure. but not every single night. But then I just like, you know, it doesn't have been often. And that's why you were started on those medications. Yeah. Which certainly did not help you as far as the weight goes. So, you know, what really made you change eventually? But as far as I know, you have a very busy exercise routine that you have now and uh, you've changed your lifestyle. But what really changed in you that caused you to make that change, you know, as far as what was your light bulb moment of sorts when you kind of thought of taking things into your own hands, changing your lifestyle and whatever? Well, like what got me to change was when I was growing up, I was bullied and 
I didn't like the being bullied. No one likes being bullied. And if you do, that's pretty weird. So I decided I'm going to uh, take my matters in my own hands and start losing weight. Me and my dad were watching an uh, info commercial of P90X at the time. So I did that twice. I did for the first time I lost 30 pounds and I started gaining lean muscle. And it gave me enough courage uh, and to stand up to the bullies. Is once a bully saw that I was gaining lean muscle, there's a, oh, freaking crap. Yeah. <laughs> and so I interrupted my math class just to stand up to them because I wanted witnesses around. And because even though there were security cameras in the hallways of my school, I didn't trust to see if they were even work because, you know, technology, they could either work or they, somebody could grade the screen out. Right. And was P90X the only thing that you tried or was there something else that you tried? Uh, it was basically just P90X and, uh, and I was just taking better care of myself eating-wise. Like when I was first exercising, I thought, well, well, I could eat whatever I want. And I got home from school ate some candy, uh, ate some chocolate-covered pretzels. Nope, you can't eat what you want. You can have a cheat meal during right. of one day a week, or if it's the holidays, maybe two, but right. not anything you want. Yeah, you know, that's what we tell people, that you know you cannot outrun a bad diet. So no matter how much exercise you do, really, a diet also is very, very crucial as far as any weight loss goes. So you really cannot outrun a bad diet, no matter how much exercise you do, no matter what exercise program you're following. Um, you really need to be very careful about um, your diet as well. And so, you know, what changed in your diet, really? Did you make any drastic changes in your diet or what worked for you? Did you have any, any things that you tried that did not work at all? Well, before I get into that, back to the other question real quick, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, there was this, got me off the medication, was I got tired of having something, taking something to force me to be a certain mood. And, uh, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm always grumpy or I'm always this. I want to be able to be annoyed at one moment. Well, I mean, not really want to be annoyed, but I was like, I want to feel annoyed if I want to feel annoyed about something, or I want to feel happy about something, not being, hey, I'm always happy. Here's sure. my pretend face. And then I sound like the Joker from the movie, and it's like, yay, look at me, I'm putting a mask on for everyone. Yeah, no, I understand. And I think that may have certainly helped once you stop the medications. But, you know, having said that, I certainly would not recommend anybody to stop the medications without, of course, consulting their physician, because that's really key, you know, to have a close follow up with the physician, even when you're on any of these medications, or any medication for that matter, really, because you need to have somebody who can keep a close watch on you when you're either you're starting a new medication or discontinuing a new medication or taking on anything new. I think that's very important. So let's talk about, uh, you know, what didn't work for you. Did you try anything that failed? Yeah, there was many things that failed, like my nutrition. So besides, so I stopped eating candy. Don't get me wrong, I periodically maybe have a piece or two. <laughs> but for the time being, while I was losing weight, I cut it out because I had a very big sweet tooth back then and I know just one hint of it I was like 
maybe I can have another. Yeah, I know. It's so hard <laughs> to so, stop once you start, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I just threw it into the trash just to get rid of it at my house because it's like, I can't do this if I'm going to have stuff around me. And so then I cut that out. I stopped eating pizza. Okay, and wow. That's a big move. Here's a fun fact. I haven't had a slice of pizza in, I think, 10 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Kudos to you, man. Really. And then I also cut out like all the processed meats, like deli meat, because uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story about that. There was one time I was picking out uh, lunch meat for myself. That was all healthy and everything. Well, when I got home, opened the package, I saw this, like, I don't know what you call it, but I saw, like, a rainbow in my lunch meat. I'm like, what am I eating, rat poison? I was like, I'm done. As I'm throwing this crap away. I mean, I finished it, but to be honest, but I I didn't really throw it away. But it just, I was like, no, taking that off the, the list. Not anymore, yeah. It freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's not good. It, I mean, the deli meats are not good for you anyway. So that's a good thing that you did. But did you have any challenges, uh, you know, through your journey? Because weight loss can be very difficult for people. So did you face any struggles at all in this? And did you have any, like, uh, did your sugar cravings come back at all? Or it was all good? Well, I had some cravings the first few weeks, maybe a few months. But then what I found out, and sometimes my stomach can't handle um, the um, extra sugar or extra junk food. And so, because I cut it, everything off cold turkey, so I decided, well, is it worth upsetting my stomach for this or not? And I'm not saying it happens every single time. Like, sometimes maybe I could have a cookie, but it's just one cookie and that might not do anything, or it might, but but if it's like maybe two or more, it will piss off my stomach. But it kind of depends on what I was eating prior before that. It's like, is everything good? Is my stomach hurting from the last meal, or am I full? And if I'm full, stop eating, because... I don't like having my stomach to feel like a big balloon. So you really dialed in, actually. You really dialed into your body to see what your body really needs and and whether you're feeling full or not feeling full and what's making you feel good internally with what foods you're putting in. So that's really great, actually. That's, I think, something that people should really do is start dial into their own bodies because everybody is so unique, right? Yeah, and what's really cool is I also track my... Uh, right now these days, I track everything my, with the app called MyFitnessPal. Right. I have a four. 404 day streak so far. <laughs> wow. And then once you get started on that, it's so hard to get off that streak, right? You just want to keep continuing and keep, uh, keep going, right? Yes. Yeah, kind of like, a, hey, uh, I'm on this uh, check-in streak of, uh, of putting in my nutrition stuff. Even if I miss a meal, it still counts because I tracked all the other meals. Right. Like, here's an uh, example for you. I'm a really big fan of sushi and it's like my favorite food to eat if I had to pick a favorite food and because it's healthy and whatnot and I'm not saying every meal but sure. uh, sushi for breakfast that would be weird <laughs> now I really want to try it but anyway so it's kind of hard to log the sushi in my my fitness pal because where we order sushi from up the street from us 
that doesn't really help because right. I really love the sushi. But these uh, specialty rolls, there's right. one, I forget what's in the one that I like, but I think it's crab and shrimp, or doesn't matter. But there's so many uh, different kinds of rolls. They don't list them in my fitness pal, so it's not going to be totally accurate. So I just kind of, if I'm having that for dinner, I just skip it because I, well, I know I mean what's healthy, maybe not so right. much a specialty role, but it's not like I'm going to find any variant of it anyway. So Right, and you know, what's important is, and what data suggests is that even if you log your foods consistently, that itself helps you with the weight loss because you're kind of developing this accountability to yourself when you're logging in all your meals. By all meals, I mean everything that you eat, everything that goes into your mouth. That itself can be a great help as far as weight loss goes. And, you know, you told me about the exercise, the P90X that you started doing. So has exercise been a part of your routine right from the beginning right from day one i would say yeah because it was like six days of hard work of working out and you got one day off the first week of p90x me and my dad were crawling up the stairs <laughs> and because we were so sore and and you're probably not gonna like this but it said on the dvd on it said on the uh dvd at the time now right. it's everything virtual because it's beach body on demand but what's cool though um well it said consult your doctor before you you try this program and, and we had to uh, take a a fitness test uh, before we start so we took the test i didn't consult my doctor and not that i didn't want to consult my doctor but this was at 6 p.m at night my doctor the doors were closed and everything sure. and this was like years ago and so i wasn't really advocating for myself and talking to my doctor one-on-one -on -one. i had my mom always came with me into the rooms because i was a child back then and so i didn't uh, consult my doctor because it was either i'm starting that night or it's not going to happen. Right. So. Well, you know, Jimmy, you raise a very valid point here. You know, you should really consult your doctor before starting any physical activity uh, regimen. And, you know, th this is important stuff because people who are suffering from either overweight or are suffering from obesity, before taking on any strenuous form, now P90X is very strenuous. So any strenuous activity, even moderate intensity activity, really, really it puts uh, a stress on your heart and, you know, all over your body. And uh, we have to make sure that you're ready for starting a rigorous exercise routine so that you're not hurting yourself, you know, with obviously you won't do it with you're not going to be starting that with the intent of harming yourself, but we just need to make sure that you don't end up doing that unintentionally. So it's always better to start slow and build upon it also. And it's not great to, you know, just go gung-ho in one go and, you know, start with something very, very extreme. Because, you know, this is a journey really. It is not a one thing that you do and that's the end of it. You really have to gradually build upon whatever you're doing. So how has that changed for you now? How has uh, your routine changed or has it remained the same throughout? It has remained the same. I've been still working out six days a week. And because I also found out that when I work out, I don't have as many autism meltdowns. I might still get periodically annoyed at something like Google breaking my website. Uh, <laughs> because it's totally uncalled for how much power does one company need right so i decided you know i'm going to kick stay with this because i like working out and so now i do three days of kickboxing 
and then I also do three days of Beachbody on Demand. And right now I'm doing uh, their new one of their new workout programs called Ten Rounds by Joel Freeman, and it's a bunch of boxing. Uh, I must have a really big thing with boxing, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever works, right? Whatever keeps you in your high spirits and um, keeps you away from your um, autism meltdown. So that's great. Um, that's working for you. But really, what do you think people should do when they want to start you know, exercising? And what do you advocate to people? I know you have a website called crazyfitnessguy.com. So what do you advocate to people about starting their exercise routine? Well, I always say um, when somebody's starting something new, besides talking uh, with their doctor, I mean, that's just included. But what I would say I always try to say is start with something that you know you could finish. So maybe like if you have a Beach by Under mem- membership or or if you're starting something, look for some beginner exercises because I'm Beach by Under Man, not trying to be a sound like a promo, a promotion for them or anything. Sure. Uh, there's a beginner, intermediate, and advanced, and Select something that you know you can do to have a browse around, look around, try it for one day. If you don't like it, try something else. Don't just like, oh, I had to run on a treadmill. Workout doesn't have to be boring. Trust me. I I do kickboxing three days a week. You think I get bored? No. (laughs) It's like I'm at my low green belt from starting from a white belt back in 2017. I love it too much. Well, yeah, you know, that's the valid point that, you know, we have to try and enjoyment such a part of such an important part of uh, exercise. When we talk about an exercise prescription, we talk about enjoyment as a part of it. And really, if somebody is not going to be enjoying their exercise, they're not going to be doing it consistently. And so that's very important to find any form of exercise or any form of physical activity that you really enjoy doing, whether it's running, whether it's swimming, whether it's kickboxing, whether it's whatever. You really have to be able to enjoy that activity for you to do it consistently. And I think the second piece of that is really you know doing the stuff consistently and not uh, having sort of what we call the shiny object syndrome that is you're just going up after every new type of exercise that you see around now there is certainly going to be an exploratory phase when you're going to try out different things and see which one you really enjoy doing but uh, you know sticking with it is really what the key is what do you think i would definitely agree i would also say if that workout program has modifications but doesn't those modifications don't work for you. Listen to your body and and figure out what modifications that will work for you. Because I know I can't do everything uh, because of my uh, spinal stenosis. So when there's an there's an uh, I'll give you an example. So like uh, the overhead press I can't do because because everything just goes right into my neck. Sure. And so. I either skip that, I usually skip those exercises uh, because there's nothing, no way to modify them. And I just scroll through, go to the next exercise, and I can do. But, or if I can find a modification, I replace that exercise with something else. Like, I give you another example like that. In this new uh, workout program, 10 rounds, there's an app exercise that I can't do because it would just put too much strain on my neck because I had to lift my shoulders off the ground and whatnot. And so I I just did like weighted crunches and whatnot with just a 
medium weight on my near my abs and just sure. crunch up and down and so there's always a workaround for something if, and it's like if, if they didn't include in the program think of some other think of, look for another exercise and say yeah oh what can i do crunches oh make it a little tr- difficult weighted crunches okay <laughs> right so talk to me about your website, Crazy Fitness Guy. Well, it's a website uh, geared towards uh, healthy living and everything that's included to healthy living. Uh, I talk about I talk about uh, autism, fitness, life, uh, lifestyle, managing stress, self help, nutrition, uh, motivation, etc. It's been up and running for this year would be the fourth year once wow. once it hits April twelfth. Uh, I never thought I'd be running up for four years, uh, and even though I enjoy what I do, that I have to say it was a long four years <laughs> <laughs> and brutal years. No, it was not easy. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything as easy. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it gets easier with time and then you find something else to do, which is becomes more difficult and then you just keep adding on. I think that's how it goes. Well, uh, listeners, do check out his website. It's called uh, www.crazyfitnessguy.com. Do check it out. And listeners, don't forget to drop us a review. If there's any specific topic that you would want me to cover and discuss over here, please let me know. You can write to me at host at decodingobesity.com. And don't forget to subscribe for more inspiring stories and more episodes like this one. And that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for joining me today. And thank you, everyone, for listening in. And I'll see you all next time. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Decoding Obesity Podcast. Please remember, the information in this podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely of the host and his guests and do not constitute medical advice. Views and opinions on this show do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of any organization. And that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening in. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com for show notes and more info. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.